the guys from Ping, they've kind of shown me how much the equipment matters. I just love that I can hit any shot I kind of want. We're going to be able to tell some fun stories about what goes on here to help golfers play better golf. Welcome back to the Ping Proving Grounds podcast. I'm Shade Bacon, joined as always by Marty Jertson. Marty, I remember the days when Ping had a couple of offerings of irons, and that was kind of it. That is not the case anymore. And with these new lines coming out, the options are relatively endless for the golfers. So I wanted to dive into all the new irons that Ping is offering in 2024 and maybe give people at least a directional idea of where they might go. So are you up for it? Yeah, that sounds good, Shane. I mean, that was my first kind of uh, familiarity with the brand is the I-2. It didn't matter who you were. You are playing yep. the I-2 iron back in the day, but we got a lot more options now. We could get a lot more nuanced uh, in how we design these things. It's not just options, Marty. I mean, I think what is so cool, and we've seen this happen over the last couple of decades in golf, but I feel like Ping is almost pushing golfers to consider mixing up their golf bag. It's something I do yeah. in my own bag. I mix up irons. I have I-234 iron, and then I've got Blueprint S throughout the bag to that point. I mean, there it feels like that's not just an option now, but it feels like it's it's almost a, an avenue for players as well. Yeah. So we can, we can do mix sets within your irons and then also even open the door for playing like a four hybrid or a five hybrid or high lofted fairway wood. I mean, we've built some amazing tools for our fitters out there within ping copilot, our gapping app, uh, to help answer those questions because it, it does, it can be overwhelming for the golfer. Like, okay, should I play a, a you know a hybrid? Should I play a high lofted fairway? Which, which one should I piece together? How far are they going to go? You know, we've seen golfers get a you know a five wood and then a three hybrid, and they end up going too similar in distance. So we want to build the tools to help optimize and dial in your gapping. But doing blended iron sets, Shane, is a big part of that equation. And when it comes to our iron family in 2024. We have built our players' irons. So our players' irons, Shane, our irons were basically one way to think about it is the player themselves is bringing the speed to the table, right? Okay. We got our other irons, like our G430 iron, where we're going to supplement some of the distance, like the face is going to flex a little bit more. We're going to infuse some ball speed into it uh, and supplement the player speed. But with the I230 and then the Blueprint S and the Blueprint T, that's where the players bring in the speed to the table, uh, and and those are all built to be able to configure in any number of different ways from a blended set or mixed set perspective. So, Marty, when you hear the term blueprint, I'm sure a lot of people's mind immediately goes to that small blade that Tony Finau has played for years. That's not the case in terms of what the new lines look like. So could you just kind of run through the new lines what they look like, how they play, and maybe the differences between the the new families. Yeah, I think golfers are going to think blueprint. They're going to think the small blade iron, the, the Tony Finau iron, the Preston Summerhays iron that's played on the PGA Tour. We basically bifurcated that iron into two irons. So now it's going to be a, a two iron family. We have the blueprint T. That's going to be very similar. It's going to be like the ultra pure muscle back small blade length, thin sole, 
the optimal for workability and extracting the golf ball out of the rough. It's going to generate a different performance in, in different conditions, different turf interaction uh, with the T. And the way I kind of think about the branding of it is the T stands for tour. That's our tour inspired iron. Then we have the blueprint S, which is this iron is going to be most similar to our I-59 iron, and we chose S because it's a lot of the inspiration in terms of the turf interaction we're going to talk about today came from the S-55 iron. Okay. We had a lot of tour players who loved that S-55 iron, and a big part of it was the turf interaction in the sole design, and so now we have the blueprint is bifurcated into two irons, the T for tour, the S, which is kind of inspired by our S series iron, S59 and S55 family historically. Marty, are you seeing a lot of tour players that are marrying those two together to make up their iron setup? I mean, it feels like it would only make sense to have, you know, you have a, a player that has the S in the four, five, and six, perhaps, and then maybe seven, eight, nine is the T. Are you seeing that so far? Yeah, for I think a good example, and he actually got a couple wins on the DP World Tour at the end of 2023 was Louis Oosthuizen. He's he was like we worked with him a lot on our blade style irons over the okay. years. Louis, obviously a pure ball striker, you know, has played the blue the original blueprints over the years. He's playing the blueprint S in the four and five iron, then he switches to the blueprint T in the six through pitching wedge. I think that is the perfect example. Um, and what you're going to get if you play the blueprint S in some longer irons, you're going to get a little more ball speed um, and and a little more launch and spin. And ultimately, you're going to be able to hit the ball a little bit higher. And with the blueprint S, a little larger blade length and more forgiveness, just a little more protection, a little more forgiveness, obviously, even even a player like Louie might not hit those long irons perfectly every single time. So you're going to get that benefit. But then you, every golfer is going to be a little bit different. Maybe where they pick that transition point, if you are going to do a blended set into the blueprint tee, in terms of impact centeredness, turf interaction is a really big deal, and being able to flight the ball a little bit lower. So I think Louie is like the perfect example in terms of being able to elevate a few of those long irons that he needs a little bit of that assistance with. And then transitioning into those those ultimate scoring clubs where he wants to fly them a little bit lower. Anytime you make the blade length a little bit shorter, you're also going to be able to work the ball a little bit easier. You're going to be able. It's kind of like having a you know a sports car. You're going to be able to you 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 turn the wheel and it's responding immediately. Right. That's right. a really good analogy when it comes to you know smaller blade length irons and the benefit you get as a player. What about gapping when you start to mix sets? Because, you know, you you go like even somebody like Louie, right? He goes from blueprint S5 iron into a blueprint T6 iron. How do you make up in terms of gapping to make sure there isn't a gap in in a set of, of, of for somebody's skill level of Louis Ustays? I mean, obviously, he wants to know the exact number he's hitting. He doesn't want to have a 10 or 15-yard gap between irons, right? Yeah, totally. I think we we made a very concerted effort uh, to design the lofts, standard lofts on our I-230, Blueprint S, Blueprint T are exactly the same. Okay. And remember, these irons don't, the face doesn't really deflect a lot. The player's bling, bringing the speed. So the loft is the primary factor then uh, because of that that's going to drive the gapping. 
But but there is also a way to think about gapping. It's it's not only distance gapping. You're also gapping the height, right? Yep. The peak height in the landing angle. So we've actually launching with this iron in Pink Copilot, our ultimate one-stop shop fitting software. We have our gapping app, which is my favorite app in there. We now have the ability to do a virtual what-if experiment to say, hey, what if I played I-234 iron instead of Blueprint S. How much higher will that go? Interesting, okay. It also does, specific to the golfer's launch conditions, tell you will it increase their carry yardage, their impact on their rollout. But you can really now make, without having to go hit all those irons, that's the power of Copilot, the power of the gapping app, is you can go in there, get your seven iron fitting numbers, so hit our AFS uh, fitting club, Put it into the gapping app, and now you can do trade-off experiments because we know how all these different models are going to perform with our robot testing, player testing, tour player testing, is you can do that virtual gapping analysis, and you can say, what if I played I-234 and 5-iron, then went to Blueprint S, or you can do the same thing between Blueprint S and Blueprint T. You can say, what if I played the Blueprint S 456-iron, then switch to the T? What will that do to to my carry and peak height and be able to play around with that without having to go hit all those clubs or do a lot of trial and error experimentation? Shane, I am so excited about this feature. It's the first time we've been able to do blended sets within the gapping app. And you mentioned turf interaction being a, a huge part of kind of the options for the player out there. Can you dive a little bit more into maybe the turf interaction between the blueprints? Yeah, definitely. I think the to talk about turf interaction, Blueprint S, we had a few of our tour players that absolutely love the S55. And, and the big part when we were diving into it was just how it went through the turf. I mean, Bubba was a heavy user of the S55 over the years handful of other players, some non-staff players that have now switched into the Blueprint S were using the S55 for a very long period of time. What, so what, are, we, what are, Marty, what are tour players looking for in terms of turf interaction? Like what, what is, what is, you know, what's the note that hits the ear for them? It's, I think to me, Shane, it's a very mysterious thing to think about. It almost right. feels like an artistic thing, but we, when we get to the science of it, the science of the art, it's all about the timing. It's the timing of the turf interaction and, and creating the right pressure, which pressure is spreading the force over a certain area, right? So it's getting the right pressure in the right timing for when, for a player with a certain delivery characteristic, when they hit the golf ball, the ball launches upward and you get a downward force applied on the club, right? Equal and opposite force applied to the club. That's what creates the divot. So a player like Bubba Watts, and he, we all know he, he takes huge divots and he manipulates the face a lot. So he's got a very open face to path on some shots. He's got a very close face to path on others. He has very high speed. He tends to have a downward angle of attack with that as well. So he takes very big divots. So a player like him can be very hypersensitive to the timing of that turf interaction and the impact of that timing on the expected result. Uh, and the expected result is, is the size and shape of the divot, how that's going to give them feedback acoustically to their ear. Okay. And if the timing of that is not right, it can definitely influence the ball flight with their expected trajectory as well. And so we're looking at things. How do we influence all that in the design chain would be we we can influence the heel toe camber, how flat 
the curvature is from the heel to toe. We can influence the, the kind of initial bounce, the lead edge bounce, the bounce height, and then the surf, the camber or the curvature from front to back, and then how wide the sole is. So all of those factors kind of go into us creating the right timing that's going to, I think the player, they want to uh, get a certain reaction to their shot that matches what they expect. And when we can marry those two things together, which we've done on the Blueprint S, the player is just infused with a lot of confidence. So if you have players that come to you and they go, we love turf interaction with the S55s, how do you take technology from, I mean, what, what is that, a five, six, seven-year-old iron? Is, is that yeah. probably how old those, those irons are? Yep. How do you go back to that level of technology and infuse that into a new iron with updated technology? Like how, do you, how do you find that kind of perfect marriage? Because it seems like it'd be extremely complicated to grab something from 2014 and put it into something that's out there in 2024. Yeah, I think in, in this case we just needed to te- we just needed to test it and prototype it and and I cannot think of an iron in my 20 years at Ping that we spent more time doing very detailed nuanced testing with our tour players with both the Blueprint S and the Blueprint T. Now the Blueprint T is a little more of a evolution on on the original Blueprint. So we spent a little less time with the tour players on that one, but we really hunkered down with the Blueprint S and prototyped it and went out and tested it with our players in a variety of different lies, turf conditions. And the big part of these irons, Shane, is shot making. And when we look at the players that are playing the Blueprint S, they are pure shot makers. They like to carve it against the wind. I mean, we look at Louis. He loves carving a little draw and carving a little fade in. He hits little baby shots. I mean, we look at Bubba as another example of somebody who curves the ball a lot. We talked to Sahith. He is a shot maker. Like he loves manipulating the golf ball and hitting a number of different shots. He won with these irons on tour immediately, which was really, really fun to watch. And I think that's a testament in the case of marrying the sole design of the S55 into the technology of the Blueprint S, which we can talk about, was doing a lot of product testing with the tour players because they are so nuanced in their feedback. When you introduce a new club and you bring it to tour players, is is the level of success in an engineer's mind how quickly it goes into the bag? Because, you know, tour players are finicky, right? I mean, great players, it feels like it takes a lot of time to maybe get something new in the bag. But on the other end of that, if they see something they love, they might throw it in right away. So when you bring a new Iron Blueprint S out on tour and you show it to Baba or Tyrrell Hatton or Thagala, and they fall in love with it right away. I mean, what does that do to somebody like you, who's obviously kind of awaiting what they have to say about it? Yeah, it's kind of, uh, it's almost like us in, in engineers, we we sometimes take bets and how good we, how viral we think a product's going to do on tour. I personally was so bullish about the Blueprint S Interesting. before we launched it. And it was awesome to see at the end of 2023 how many players won with it? I mean, we had non-staff players playing it, winning with it immediately, putting into play right after some uh, the Ryder Cup, for example. We had Sahith win with it. We had Joaquin Neiman win with it down in Australia. We had uh, we had Louis win with it two weeks in a row there doing the split set designs. Uh, we had uh, 
Harrison Endicott dominated Q School with the Blueprint S. So it's been amazing to see how viral this iron uh, has gone. And it just has a buzz uh, amongst it uh, on the professional tours, which is really fun to see. So I was bullish on it, but at the same time, you know, you once it gets out there in the wild, you kind of uh, uh, you never know what exactly is going to happen. And I'm excited finally in early 24 here that we're going to get this iron finally into our customers' hands because this has been one of those one of those products that we were very we're, we can't wait to get it in our customers' hands. Yeah, I had a a, a couple of buddies of mine. Uh, I was playing golf with a couple of weeks ago. And they hadn't seen the S yet and they pulled it out and they said, this is the best looking ping iron that I've ever seen. I mean, they were, I, I would be surprised if my friends have not purchased or ordered these or early, early adopters to the blueprint S. Can you take us through the ball flight differences between the two blueprints and maybe include I-230 in there as well? Yeah, definitely. It's going to be very easy for the golfer and our club fitters to understand. The I-230 is going to go the highest, blueprint S a little bit lower, right in between in Blueprint T, the lowest. And, and that's a combination of ball speed and launch primarily that's going to create those three different windows. So again, Shane, when we come back, when it comes back to if you want to do a blended set or a mixed set, very easy to understand that. Very easy to understand. I-230 is going to go the highest. Blueprint S, medium. Blueprint T, the lowest. Now, one really fun thing on the Blueprint S that's allowed us to kick the ball up in the air a lot with the long irons has been this really cool pocket forging technology that allows us to create a cavity in the middle of the club. And this is really fun. When we look at blade irons historically, if you ever go to like look at antique blades and you, you lay them down on a table and you look at the heel toe length, the wedges actually used to be bigger, like longer heel to toe than the long irons, right? And the challenge that designers had back then is you you had to make the heads lighter in the long irons. The only way they could do it was to make them smaller, right? It wasn't like, oh, let me make these long irons small and the wedge is big for any other reason. They just couldn't do it. So what this um, uh, uh, pocket forging does for us, it allows us to put a lighter density material in the middle. We get a little face flexing out of it, but the primary reason we do that is to save about 10 grams of mass from the middle of the club. That allows us to make the iron a little bit bigger, right? Not they're, they're not big, but we don't have to reverse the sizing of the iron like the old school traditional blades. So it's really fun to combine some modern technology into a very pure looking blade iron. And again, the benefit there is we can kick the ball up in the air in the long iron. So we have that technology in the three, four, five iron. Uh, with the blueprint S. When you at Ping think about game improvement irons versus a blade iron, what are you trying to accomplish? I mean, I'm assuming with the blade, workability is an important part of the iron. Game improvement might be more consistency or maybe hitting the ball a little bit farther. Like, What are the main focuses when you're kind of looking at those two worlds? Because those worlds are so different when you're really thinking about the golfer. Yeah, my, my colleague Eric Henderson has a great visual. Maybe we'll grab it and throw it in uh, in, in as a, uh, a screen share. And those folks can go on YouTube and check it out. Where in our focal system, we can look at the impact stat area on the face and how that changes by player's handicap. Shane, and it is amazing. <laughs> you see the tour the tour players. We, it's a heat map that we have. We'll, we'll, we'll put this image together and show it. 
and the heat map for the tour players is tiny, right? It's what like a is dime that? or a penny. Oh, yes. It's like yeah. a dime or a penny. You know, we can throw statistics at that. And then the question is, well, what do we do with that information? Because the better player hits the center of the face more often, we can down-prioritize, and we did this on the Blueprint S, uh, maximizing the inertia of the iron. Because they simply put, that is a less important attribute. It's, it's still important. We want to do it, and we have done it. But it's, relatively speaking, a less important attribute. And we can then focus on things, Shane, which we, what we did on the Blueprint S, of lowering the CG. We have found that lowering the CG better aligns where the tour player is hitting the ball uh, a majority of the time. And that is a main reason why the Blueprint S feels so good. We're aligning the CG better with where they're hitting. And then we can, uh, again, Shane, uh, put priorities on different things like making the blade smaller, right? So the clubs can get through the turf better. They're better at shots out of the rough uh, for the better player. And one big thing we found why when we've um, made the blade length shorter is that the tour player can turn the ball over a little bit easier. And again, that's something that a better player, if you give them a big iron, even if it has some offset on it, they'll struggle to draw the ball. And a lot of the tour players want to be able to hit this nice, tight, little trap draw with their ball flight. And on top of that, Shane, a big thing we've worked on with the tour players is they don't want an iron that has too low of spin, okay? When uh, tour, when you give the tour player an iron that doesn't spin enough, that freaks them out, right? That says flyer to them. That says unpredictability, they want to be able to put an ample amount of spin on the golf ball. So we have more relaxed lofts. We have a face friction and groove design pattern that generates more spin for the tour player because they, unlike the everyday golfer, which we'll talk about, they hit a majority of their shots. 70% of their shots with their irons are from the fairway or the tee. Now, if you look at the everyday golfer, and when we're talking about distance iron chain, they hit only 50% of the shots from their fairway and then 50% from the rough. Okay. And the everyday golfer comes up short a lot with their irons. We see this in the Arcos data. I think strategically you could take more club, but from a design standpoint, we're okay with them having a little bit less spin because it's going to help get that ball trundling up on the green, right? So there's a those are some of the big high-level differences in between a tour iron, precision iron, versus maybe our distance iron for the high handicapper. Yeah, I know with the uh, Blueprint T, the rough performance was big for somebody like Tony Finau. I know that was something that he talked a whole bunch about when he introduced Blueprint into the bag for the first time, was rough performance and spin out of the rough and kind of working to improve that with blades because, as you said, you know, I mean, a lot of blades, especially old school blades, out of the rough can kind of come out a little bit knuckly. Yeah, rough performance is a big deal. And we we spent a lot of time with our tour players on Blueprint S and T talking to them about the groove design and the face friction. Uh, a big part of that rough performance with the Blueprint T is the, the surface area, right? You just make the surface area of the iron small it's going to be able to basically knife through the rough, you know, um, a lot easier, right? But the big thing, we 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 kind of made a little transition in our groove design uh, with the Blueprint S&T. Uh, this go-round was the tour player said, hey, when I'm in the fairway, 
or when I'm hitting uh, tee shots on a par three, I want this ball to spin, right? I need spin. That's what they're asking for. Give me spin, give me spin, give me spin. Um, now, if a, if a tour player needs less spin, they tweak it through loft, shaft, length, and golf ball, right? So those are all fitting levers we have if you have a tour player that needs to reduce spin. So we put a big priority on our groove design. Uh, and what you'll see from us is that we have we kind of approach grooves very differently across our, our groove optimization on wedges, very different than our groove optimization on long irons, short irons, and mid irons. So you're going to see it. Marty, what's the difference? Like, what what is the difference in the in like if you're thinking about a wedge groove versus a four iron groove? Is it is it deeper? Is it thicker? Like, what just for the layman? What's the difference? Yeah, great great question, Shane. So what you'll see from us, like in our S159 wedges, is we have more grooves right? So more grooves is like having more treads on your tire and how you use your wedges, uh, is fundamentally different than how you use your irons. You're going to use your highest lofted wedges a ton hitting chips and pitches out of the greenside rough, right? We see that from our big data. That's what the tour players want and need. And so by having more grooves, you're going to, you're going to shed more of that debris or matter out of the way, right? But with your irons for a tour player, they're telling us, hey, when we're in the fairway, that's our time to score. Give me a groove design that's going to spin so I can control the spin, control the distance, control the trajectory. So you're going to see less grooves from us in the irons in the Blueprint S&T, but you're going to see more grooves in the wedges. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. What do you say to people, Marty, that... You know, there, there's always kind of been this stigma about blades, right? I mean, blades are only for the professional golfer. Nobody that's an average player or even a five handicap can hit them. They're scary. You're always introducing new technology into a blade. If somebody is interested, like I've always been interested. I, I played blades when I was 23, yeah. you know? Yeah. I've always been interested in maybe getting back into the world of a true blade like the Blueprint T. What do you say to people that maybe are fearful of giving them a shot or maybe scared of the inability to hit them. What do you say to those people that look at them like it's, you know, it's, it's an, it's an old school technology, if you will. Yeah, no, we've, we've, even though like our blueprint T looks very traditional, like a muscle, right? We have a lot of tech. They're in beautiful. There. They look, they look, oh. they look like you'd put, you'd frame them and put them on your wall. I mean, you know, like Marty's holding up, you know, one of the blades right now, if you're watching on YouTube. Yeah. The blueprint T is designed to inspire you, you know, when you pull out the bag. And that, that's right. a big part of it, right? That's a big part of it. But we have, a, we have a lot of technology infused. Even though this looks like a very traditional blade iron, you know, it has relatively high MOI for the size. That's a okay. good way to think about blade irons. Like, we've also done some fun research, Shane. This is super cool that if you give a one skill level of golfer a smaller club, a smaller blade, their impact stat area will get smaller with it. Interesting. Very, very cool study, right? It's kind of like the aim small, miss small right. uh, yeah. type of approach. So that being said, blades should be considered, even if you're like a single digit handicap pl- player, let's call it the, you know, I would consider blo- both the Blueprint S and the Blueprint T blade irons. Blueprint S is going to have a lot more cavity to it. But the blade length itself isn't a ton bigger. It's just a little bit bigger. It's a much bigger jump to go all the way to I-230, for example. But we also pack in a lot of forgiveness into both of these irons. High-density toe weight, tungsten toe weight, counterbalanced 
with a high density weight that we put in the in the hosel when we go to build these irons, right? We've we've walked through our assembly area, and I think that's a really big deal when people when folks see our toe weight, they think, oh, there's weight on the toe, there's CGs in the toe somehow. But what they don't see is the invisible weight that's embedded in the hosel. And so if you get a set where you order them at a heavier swing weight or based on the build, the heads need to be lighter or heavier. We are perfectly balancing the mass we put in the toe weight with the weight in the heel so that it keeps our CGs nearly perfectly centered, right? And going back to your question, Shane, that also boosts the moment of inertia of the iron relative to the size. So I think our blueprint T, to be honest with you, Shane, you got to be a ball striker to hit this thing. (laughs) It is pretty small, but our blueprint S is going to have some massive appeal for the scratch golfer, single digit handicap player. And a big part of it this year is that the CG is very low. So they feel amazing. And we've been able to get higher ball speeds out of them, not ball speeds from the face flexing, but better lining the CG with the golf ball during the impact interval. Do you like the blended set that I've got going the I-234 iron into the blueprint S? I mean, do you, do you, do you think that's going to be something that is popular? Are you, are you into this blended set? Do you feel like I should go blueprint S four iron as well? No, a hundred percent, Shane. If you're, if you're loving the 230, love it. that is absolutely why we designed the lofts and, uh, you know, the shaping everything to be very blendable like that. I think we're going to, we see it on tour. You know, I think the four iron for faster swing speed players like you and I is always that kind of tipping point club. Like, you know, should I still be in the blueprint S or blueprint T or should I go to the next model up? It's a little bigger, a little more forgiving, gets a little more height, a little easier to get that golf ball in the air. I think the four iron is a great club there. I think we're going to see Shane, some players play I-230 three or four iron, go blueprint S up to maybe a six, seven, eight iron, and then transition to the blueprint T. We could see a a three club combo set for sure. We're going to see that. I mean, it's it's just, again, I mean, we've talked so much about the technology. We've talked so much about the offerings online. And as you've said, I mean, so many options to dial your set in without actually having to go to a range and hit a whole bunch of golf balls. Yeah. But the fact that the, the offerings are available is so cool because again, you think about the old school way of ordering irons and it was, you order a set of irons and they show up and that's what you had. And then to get a blended set was a bit of a backbreaker. And now you can you can literally go online. You can literally go on Copilot and boom, build the blended set that makes the most sense for you and see what the distance is and the carry <laughs> and the launch. And, and I almost think, you know, there are times on this podcast that we've had guests on that have said things that have given me confidence in my own game just by simply statistics. And I feel like with Copilot at time, it actually adds confidence to the golfer as well because you can actually see what the numbers are going to be and you can believe in those numbers even before you go to the driving range. Yeah, absolutely, Shane. And one thing to note on the fitting on the custom fitting side of the Blueprint S&T is this is our first uh, iron. We, we launched with the ladies' product, with the ladies' product in, in uh, fall of 2023, a brand new fitting technology, fitting head called the AFS 3D. Okay, so what is it? We've had a AFS fitting uh, iron which is our fitting club, seven iron that's been in the market, pretty much the same design for over 10 years now. We launched AFS 3D, which is now part of uh, Blueprint S and Blueprint T. It's all of our fitting accounts have this iron. 
which you can uh, fit multiple color codes with one head. And okay. you can also hit the Blueprint S and the Blueprint T in our power spec setting. So if you're a player that wants to get a little distance back, see how the iron will behave for you with a little less bounce and a little less loft and see if that's better for hitting your spin window for you, you can do that with our AFS 3D head. And this head, Shane, uses a sleeve that looks like our driver uh, metalwood sleeve. Okay. And the iron, a lot of times you hit a fitting iron, it doesn't look so good. Like our previous fitting iron had a kind of a big nut, looked kind of mechanical looking. The AFS 3D looks pure in the playing okay. position, right? So what's great now about fitting Blueprint S and T is you can go hit both of them, get launch and spin numbers. Then our fitters can plug that, those launch and spin numbers from their launch monitor into Pink Copilot Gapping App. And you can have a lot of fun playing with potentially doing, doing a mixed set design. Marty, one of my favorite questions to ask on this podcast, what's in your bag right now? Oh, I got, I got blueprint S all the way through. I got them all the way through. I got the four iron. I build a half inch longer and that gives me a little boost in speed and a little, uh, more dynamic, uh, loft. And so my gamer set right now is, is blueprint S four through pitch. And, uh, I think, um, Time is going to be a really good judge of this Blueprint S iron. How viral it's been on the PJ Tour and all the worldwide tours early is a really good sign. Uh, it's got a lot of virality to it. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, I had I had people looking at the iron that I would consider critical golf people, and I mean, to them, for them to say this is you know one of the more beautiful irons I've ever seen is obviously a testament. You know, it's so funny, right? You know, we talk so much about technology that goes into it, but the way certain things look is very, very important to a golf bag. I mean, you mentioned it about Blueprint T. Like, blade people like blades because they look beautiful, you know? Yeah, the Blueprint S for me, Shane, has checked all the boxes. Like, I want yep. I want it totally. to sound good and feel good. It's got a kind of a quiet, it might sound a little cliche, but it's got that kind of quiet, muted sound to it yes. at impact, yes. which I've absolutely fell in love with. The turf interaction matches what I think is going to happen with the turf interaction happens, right? Right. Um, but it's forgiving. Like if I get a little steep on it, it's got ample bounce to get through the turf. I've been able to manipulate the trajectory in both the vertical plane and the horizontal plane. So I can hit them high. I can hit the short irons high and low on command. I can hit little cuts, little draws if I need to, playing around with wind or pin positions. And the long irons go high. Right, that I want a blade iron where the long irons go relatively high, and that pocket forging has really been the kicker with the Blueprint S. It's so you know I I didn't realize S for Blueprint S stood for S fifty five in that same family. Yeah, and I don't think you know this. I probably I would say that the S fifty fives are the irons that I've had in my bag the longest. If you look at my golf bag the last twenty years, yeah. I. I remember I had S55s. I remember when they, you put the W for the works that were on the, the toe yep. of the club. <laughs> I had those S55s probably in my bag for six, seven years. Uh, love those irons. So, yeah. so cool that, you know, you, you learn that a lot of the inspiration for the Blueprint S in 2024 is playing off a set of irons that I liked as much as so many other tour players did. Yeah, Shane, you're, you're, 
you have a lot in common with a bunch of players. And we wanted to crack that code. Like, what is it about that iron that gave it the magic? And we put that right into the Blueprint S. So if you're one of those, if you're one of those that's like Shane out there that's hanging on to your S55, the time is now. The time is now to go check out the Blueprint S. We've got we've got very good news for you. Marty, this was uh this was great. I was I was fired up to open the box when it came. I was fired up to put them in play. And uh, they're going to be a big part of my 2024. So uh, Blueprint S is going to be mine. Maybe Blueprint T is yours. But uh, check out Copilot and get involved in, in, in everything that's that's out there in terms of potential blended sets as well. Because, again, the options are endless at this point, And you'd be silly not to lean into that if you're looking at a new set of irons. Couldn't agree more. It's going to be it's such an exciting year. This is the most excited I've been for our comprehensive iron family, both on the hot, uh, you know, kind of the everyday golfer irons and the G430 and what we have going on in that space and our tour irons, our precision irons C- could not be more excited and optimistic. And uh, golfers are going to have a field day with these uh, in the new year here, Shane. This is a Blueprint S podcast, apparently. I mean, the whole team's playing Blueprint S, for goodness sakes. I mean, get on get on board. Get involved as well. Uh, Marty, great stuff. Uh, we'll chat with you next week. This is the Ping Proving Grounds podcast. Ping Proving Grounds.